Oh, 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 oh,
cannot see. So I'll just say thank you, Lord. And I, I won't complain. John 8.32 simply says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen? Amen. I'll read it one more time. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This morning I want to share with you that I am no longer bound. They take your seat in the presence of the Lord. I am no longer bound. The word of God is powerful as it is, but when we really let the word begin to meditate to us, to minister to us, it can take you to such deeper depths and, and higher dimensions that you'd be like, wow, I never saw that before. And ye shall know the truth. Jackie, you on fire right now, right? And you're finding out the power of what study can do for you spiritually, emotionally, and psychologically. Amen? And ye shall know the truth. Not believe. The truth. See, believing is what gets you in the door. But what gets you to the next room is to start to know who the Lord is in your life. How many would admit that we've been walking beneath our privileges? Hello? Because you don't know what the Word of God says about you. I'm no longer bound. He says he shall know the truth. Somebody said, you've got to know the truth. You've got to know the truth. If you don't know the truth, there is no hope for your walk. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Here's what I'm learning about the truth. Many people don't want to know the truth. What am I saying? Folks want you to lie to them so they don't go through any hurts and aches and heartaches. But if you need to know the truth, sometimes I'd rather hurt you now with the truth than to let you linger in a lie. Let me help somebody. If my breath stinks, please tell me. <laughs> you ever had a situation where you offer a person a mint, a breath mint, and they said, no, thank no, please take it. I won't call the person's name out because they're a pretty prevalent person in our community. I was, in, I was interviewing them. And we were in an enclosed area. And it seemed like all them H's was hot. 
and the peas were popping. I said, please take one. You know, I'm fine. I was a little younger then, and I didn't say nothing. But I, I couldn't wait to get out that interview. The truth is what we all need. The only way we're going to get better, Jackie, is through the truth. Bootlegger, I can't become a better man until I deal with the truths in my life. And the truths in my life is acknowledging where I struggle so I can get over that struggle. How many will admit you got some struggles on this morning? Amen. Amen. And the truth is we don't like to face our struggles. We try to mask them. Folks don't want to hear the truth, but I'm no longer bound. But who the Son sets free is free indeed. And, and, and the freedom comes in knowing who I am in God. God said, despite of who you are, I'm going to love you. So imagine how much more he's going to love me when I get better. A lot of folks don't want to face and deal with it. Another thing is many can't handle the truth. My ass, my just keep it 100 with me. Tell me, tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Don't hide the truth. And when you tell them, they go in the shell shop. But the scripture is saying that you must know the truth. If I see you going down a one-way street at 70 miles an hour, I got to at least attempt to blow the horn and tell you you're going the wrong way. Because sooner or later, you're going to have a head-on collision. Nine times out of ten, it's going to create a fatality. So when you know you got some things that are not lining up, and what do they line up to? What should be your measuring stick? The Word of God. The Word of God is right, hallelujah, anyhow. And because the Word of God is right, that's the only thing. Your opinion counts, but it don't matter. If it's not endorsed by the word of God, you're still bound. How can you be free? There are people who are incarcerated and are freer than we are who've never been locked up. Amen. Because their mind has been released over to the will of God. And some of them, yeah, they ain't never been jailhouse religion. Some of them are not never getting out. And are still freer than who some of us are roaming around. Because we can't handle the truth. Here's the truth. I'm African American. I can handle that part. But can I handle the realities that I, I will, must, and have faced being African American? That's the reality. We don't like to talk about it. But let me help somebody. Don't let that be your crutch, neither. Am I in here this morning? We know you're African-American. We can look at you and tell that. But don't let that be your crutch for not trying. Don't let that be your crutch for not over-excelling. If you know the deck is stacked against you in some cases, in many cases, in most cases, why do you complain about it? 
Because we know that's how it is, right? Which should, should generate us to come together a little bit better, don't you think? It's harder to fight five than it is to fight one-on-one. But when we understand that it's about me, 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 that's where we, 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 we lose. The truth of the matter is, Bootlegger, when you had your children, those wasn't just your children. That shit, those children belong to the community. Why do I say that? Because they represent your community. That's where the old African proverb says it takes a village to raise a child. If it's going to take a village to raise a child, you might have to work two or three jobs. Don't mean that your baby's got to raise themselves. That's something that has slowly but surely eroded from the community. Everybody has become privatized and personalized. They don't even know who their neighbors are, and they've been living next to their neighbors 5, 10, 20 years. I just say in my lane, well, standing in your lane is good, but when you need to be all over the, over the road, you won't go. We're afraid to address known issues. If something Prince is whooping on me, Sister Stadbury, you don't call the laws, you're helping me. You might as well come tie me down and say, finish it off. You know me laugh, Sister Prince? Then I put your hands on me. Because what would happen? What would happen? What would you say if I was to sit up and watch a, a, a man come in here and whoop on one of your sisters? I don't even try to attempt to get him off. Number one, you'd never call me pastor again. And you swear I was wrong. And I would be. What's the difference in a psychological whooping and a physical whooping? What's the difference between an emotional whooping and a physical whooping, a spiritual whooping and a physical There is no difference. But a lot of us can't handle the truth. We don't want to accept the truth. We know folks, friends, and loved ones, they may have gotten into a bad relationship. Now, if you want a person to say, hey, don't do that, and they do it anyway, that's a whole other story. That's a whole, then you got to pull your pilot out. Well, I done my part. But if you don't say nothing, don't wait for it to collapse and say, mm, I knew that was going to happen. But you're just as guilty. The next thing about the truth is this here many don't believe the truth. Isn't it amazing how a lie would get more legs and run down the road than the truth? The truth would stand stagnant and grow old and cold. But that lie take off like wildfire. And it's running. Running. Uh, what was this song by New Age? Club Nouveau. Look at all these rooms. Did you hear that one by Michael? not going to repeat it. If he walks that way or not, does that make him? Not really. But we'll believe the lie before we accept the truth. He said, if you really want to be free, see, being bound means that you keep believing lies that people have spoken over your life over the years. 
you'll never do nothing. Your mama wasn't nothing. Your daddy wasn't nothing. So you won't be nothing. The devil is a lie. Because I was born in greatness. Because I was shaped after his image. Yeah, I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity, but I was created but I'm the creator. And maybe, maybe my mother and father had a rough time in life, but don't mean that you'll be ashamed of the rough time that mom and daddy had because you can learn from the rough time they had to excel on to greatness. Don't ever be ashamed from where you come from. Don't ever be ashamed of what your legacy is because you know the generation, each generation is to make the legacy a little bit better. And if you start off at a disposition, at a disadvantage, that means you have to stay at a disadvantage. That's why I said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm no longer bound. Somebody has to be the first. Here's what you need to understand about generational curses. Remember, I'm no longer bound. The rich teach the rich how to stay rich. The poor teach the poor on how to stay poor. Why is that? Because we can only teach what we know. If I don't know any better, how can I expect you to do any better? If I don't challenge you, if I don't challenge me, how can we become better? But well, we used to do it like this all the time. Well, well where has it gotten us? How have we excelled? Then you can have some success and you want to change it because you had ah, that ain't that ain't what let me let me explain something. I just told you don't be ashamed of who you are. There are certain things that we as a people do that can't nobody else do, and vice versa. Amen. That's just that's just part of your makeup. That's just part of your makeup. And if it's gonna be part of our makeup and understanding that God has uniquely made us. God has, has made us in a way that we're, we're recognizable beyond our pigmentation. We're recognizable be, just because of how we associate things. When I say, we don't call cherry Kool-Aid, cherry Kool-Aid, we call it red. I asked Michael the other day, I said, well, Michael, what we got? He said, well, we got red and we got green. <laughs> Amen. We got red and gray. But red could be strawberry, it could be tropical punch, it could be cherry. But we know it's red. Does that make me better or less than? No, that's just how I identify that. Doesn't make me a low life or a life low. I understand that God has uniquely made me. And when I don't be bound at how I'm made, don't be ashamed of what you like. Every black person don't like hip-hop. Every black person don't like rhythm and blues. Nothing wrong with a black person liking country music. Nothing wrong with a black person liking, uh, what is pop, contemporary music. I like music. So I'm not black enough because I don't like the type of music you think I ought to like? Because I take time to master the English language? 
You say I talk like a, another ethnic group? How about that person speaks with some intellect? That person understands like I'm no longer bound. Brother, brother, brother John, know more about politics. He made me brush up on my political IQ. I gotta be ready when I see Brother Fab here. Amen. He a, no, I didn't know about that, brother. I gotta make a note to myself. I gotta know who this is. So I need to be in the same room with the brother. Amen. I've been doing all right, huh, Brother John? <laughs> so you, we we embrace the uniqueness by not becoming bound. I've said it before, and I said it. This is not a black church. This is God's church that sits on God's word, that serves God's people. Majority just happen to be African American descent. Let's make it a black church. So don't categorize me and say the black church. No, this is God's church because what He's concerned about. Our souls. He's concerned about our eternal bliss and rest with Him. It got nothing to do with my pigmentation. Nothing to do with it. But don't get it wrong, I love being black. For real. When He said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth to make us free. What is freedom? We talked about just because you're not incarcerated don't mean you're not free or that you're free. Freedom to know God's word for what it said about who you are. I'm in you, writer. I'm in you, politician. I'm in you, administrator. I'm in you, bootlegger. I'm in you, even in you, Sister Prince. I'm in you. And if God is in me, then I need to start acting like it. Now, I'm not saying you got to say Jesus every other word, but let your light shine. Let your light and let your life be a, a, a representation of who we say we serve. Even if we agree and disagree. And don't beat me up because I don't agree with what you said. That doesn't make me an atheist. Understanding the power of God's people is the unique. He said we're all peculiar people. I bet each one of us got something quirky that we like to eat. That somebody else said, you like that? One of ours is hot sauce on potato chips. Some people I know like ketchup on potato chips. Now, that, that might be too much for some of you. But when I ask them, why do you put ketchup on potato chips? They say you put ketchup on french fries, don't you? Well, I guess you got a point. Does that mean they're not heaven bound? 
When Jesus said, I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly, he didn't say for those who like ketchup or not on their chip. I don't think that's going to stop us from getting to heaven. So when I'm free in God, I'm, I'm, I'm free to, you know what else you're even free? You're free to challenge the word or better understand it, not to challenge it for disobedience. Why is that? And how does that become? Because what you'll find out when you begin to truly get free in God's word, it's going to lead you to a chronological list of how things became. And when you begin to study these things and understand how things became, you're going to answer some of the questions. And sometimes when you ask a person who's supposed to be uh, leading and training, they won't know, and then they'll say, you get beside yourself. Don't teach me. Help me. Because it's greater than me. It's greater than you. When we all come together, we should all be learning from each other. It shouldn't be just like, well, what passed? No, what the Lord has to say, and what am I going to pick up from Jackie? What am I going to pick up from Sister Prim? What am I going to pick up from Bootleg? What am I going to pick up to make me better? What am I going to share to help somebody get better? Imagine the synergy that comes behind that, because we're no longer bound. When you're free to, to, to deliver the blow to the enemy through testimony, through the word of God, and say, God, release me from myself. I was bound by this, but God's word empowered me to know that I was greater than that. I'm no longer bound. When I get free in his word. When I'm free in his word, I'm a word. Yeah, they're going to talk about me. They're going to laugh behind my back. That's okay. Don't mean it won't hurt, but you cry, wipe your tears, and you get yourself together and move right on down the road. Had to do that this week, Jackie. But the truth is going to always be the truth. No matter if they accept it or not. No matter if they believe it or receive it. No matter... If they don't even want to hear it, the truth will always be the truth. And so while the haters hate, God will elevate. When God told Noah to start building on the ark, was that not the truth? And for 120 years, Noah built on this ark. Can you imagine the whispers and the laughs behind his back? Can you imagine? You know Noah likes to get his drink all right. Noah needs to leave them grapes alone. Noah really, Noah is really beside himself. But when the rain came, what was the rain represent in this case? The truth. When the rain came and the truth began to fill the atmosphere, those who rejected it realized that it was the truth, but it was too late. Translation, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. You don't have to believe me when I tell you he's Lord. You know, they don't have to believe you when you tell them he's Lord. I'm no longer bound by what you don't believe or what you're going to agree to disagree with me on. I'm not going to sit up here and argue and fight with you over the truth. Amen. Because the truth is the truth. Now, Jesus said it, I believe it. That's it. That's settled it for me. Now, I'm not going to sit up here 
and argue with you, going through every little thing that you try to come up with because somebody just hemmed you up in the corner and, and brainwash you. Man, you being brainwashed. No, you're being brainwashed. Because they've been trying to discredit God's word for thousands of years. And it brings them right back to the square root that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Now, I don't know how much freer you need to be than that. You need, maybe you need to make your I'm free card and put it in your wallet, in your purse. And every now and then, just say, I am free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. Because the truth will always be the truth. What are we afraid of? What do we need to start working on? The truth. The truth. I want you to think of wherever you are right now. Whatever your challenge is right now. And I want you to listen to this again. I don't care what your situation is, what your challenge, I want you to listen to this. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Have you been thinking about that challenge you have? And here's a truth coming from the word of God through Jesus Christ. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. But you can't have that life more abundantly until you know who God is in your life. Yes, doesn't mean it's not going to stop your struggle, but it helps you get through your struggle. Struggles are part of our walk. Struggles are part of our assignments here on earth. But when I know that God is with me and he would never forsake me, I'm no longer bound. Part of my ecclesiastical journey, a time and a season. And because it's a time and a season, I got to learn how to weather the storm, be a big boy when the storm is coming, and learn how to be a big boy when times are going good. It's called balance. Jesus kept an even keel. He had to chastise me. He said, woman, don't you know who you're talking to? Let one of your children talk to you like that. Woman, don't you know who you talk? Yeah, the one I gave birth to that I'm about to uh, set up general arrangements for. But Mary was not bound because she knew who he was and who she, who she was through him. So by understanding the power in the oracle of God, or the oracle of God, it helps us to embrace the journey that lies ahead. That's why we say, I'm so glad that trouble 
don't last always. We know it's coming. But I'm no longer, I don't let that bound me. Because when I know what the truth is, and know what the truth is, weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. And if I know joy is coming in the morning, let me go on and get through this, through this, this night. It might be rough. You might toss and turn a little bit. But when you wake up in the morning, thank God for a new day. Thank God for another day of, of, of operation, another day of celebration, another day of working this thing out. And I found out I don't have to work it out because it's already worked out in God's hand. When the truth is your guide, the lies will eventually subside. Don't mean it won't hurt, Ruletta, but they'll subside. And you'll be able to walk with your head up, Jack. And thank God that he never left you, nor forsake you. Give God a hand, praise and thank you. Bless the Lord. See if I can do this right. Change it up on me. <laughs> 